Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you to this very special interview. My name is Lee Cougar Don Roberts, and it is an honor to be here with Brittany Nealon. Um, this interview is one in a series with some very special women who are part of a photo book project created by myself and my best friend, Donna Shear. And the title of the book is You Are Enough. And I'm so pleased to introduce my guest here with us today, Brittany Nealon. Hello, Brittany. Hi, how are you? Hi. I'm glad to have you today, and thank you so much for being here. Um, would you share, um, I'd like to, you know, take this opportunity to have you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners, um, you know, just whatever you're comfortable sharing. Um, just know a little bit about who you are, and then we'll get into the interview questions. Okay. Um, Well, I am married to my husband for five years now. Um, Wow. We've been together for seven years, but we've known each other our whole lives. Like, his parents were friends with my parents. He was at our birthday parties and growing up and everything. So, um, I am an animal lover. I have two dogs, two Genorio. And I work full-time at Walmart and like to spend time with family and friends. That is awesome. My animal lover here. Huge here. You know, um, you have, you, you mentioned you have two dogs. Um, what kind of dogs do you have, my ask? Um, one, uh, Oreo, she is a little teacup chihuahua. She is a little mouthy little girl. And then we have uh, Beeble, who he's three-quarters English bulldog and a quarter beagle. Wow. And he's the one that keeps us on our toes. It's a little size difference there. Yes. I've had three chihuahuas. Well, I'm on, I, I am, excuse me, I have not had them. They have owned me. Um, um, and, yeah, I've got um, this one here. Two of them have been rescues for me. Um, and Otis, he's my little eight-and-a-half-pound dude. He's a senior at 14-and-a-half years old. So, but, yeah, and grew up with the big dogs. Um, bringing all kinds of wild animals into the house, too. Um, but grew up with the big dogs. First chihuahua that had ever staked its claim on me was when my son's in high school, and he's 42 now, so um, it's been a long time. But uh, that was it, five pounds, five pounds soaking wet, looked like a little deer, and that was it. He stole my heart, and it's been chihuahuas ever since. So, um, But, yeah, animals are amazing, amazing. They have so much love, um, and so much love for for anybody you know i am you know the, i want to get into the interview questions and, and but first say share something with our listeners you know it's like the recurring theme in in life out there you know is that we're never enough we're never good enough we're never beautiful enough we're never thin enough we don't have you know, the right look, we don't, we need makeup to look beautiful. 
You know, all of that, that comes from outside. A lot of it comes from outside, and it's, it, it impacts us so deeply. Um, and many of us have been hit with this, you know, from childhood, um, and others, you know, maybe through middle school or high school when bullying starts or different circumstances. But we get this all, a lot of it from outside and from social media and sadly from many of those who are closest to us. And that has impacted deep within us and that affects our whole being that affects how we feel and how we project ourselves and how we 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 feel that we've got to have all these filters and you know you see on social media and instagram twitter especially on instagram it's like filter for this filter for that you know in photoshopping photoshopping pictures and it's just it's really sad it's sad it's heartbreaking and and you know it, it it impacts lives on a scale that people really don't realize out there. You know, um, we do have a few influence out there, influencers out there who are starting to realize, hey, wait a minute, when you talk about body positivity, self-acceptance, we're, we're beautiful. And that's, that's, that's what this book is about, this photo book project that, um, that, that you and, and the other woman who have wonderfully joined and, and taken part in this and it's incredible, you know. It's like you because I'm enough. You're enough, and anybody that's listening is you are enough. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are enough, just as you are. And I'd like to start. Um, question one, Brittany, for you. It, it's kind of a two-parter. Like, you know, what was it like for you personally to share your story and your experience for this book? Um, what was going through? Maybe your your head, your heart, what were you thinking? Um, and did you have a process that maybe some people take a walk to clear their heads before they write, um, get a little get grounded with nature or whatever? Um, so did you have a specific process that or routine that you followed before you started writing? No, I didn't have a process really. I just I, I did procrastinate a little bit, but um, it was just <laughs> yeah. to sit down and think of how I wanted to put it into words. That was like the big thing for me, just trying to get it down into words, and because writing was never my thing in school. So, okay, um, yeah, now. For me to take a walk, and it's hard for me. I used to be able to write, and you know, I get something to write. I can sit down and write it, and then I'll just go through and edit it. But now it's like writing regularly. I tend to like, well, I've got to. I go back and forth, and I've got about twenty, you know, twenty crumpled papers in, in the little bucket before I find one that that. Oh, hey, I like that one. You know, kind of like doing the selfie pictures. You know, take 25 before you get one or two, maybe two if I'm lucky, good pictures. So it, it's it's kind of hard. Um, and if you're writing regularly, there, there's often a process that, that some of us will do, which is why I was asking that question. Um, you know, sometimes it's you write it down, do you write something down and go back to it later? You write it down now or put it in the phone as a note so you don't forget it and then you go back. Um, but what was it like for you, you know, to, to share your story for this for this particular book? Um, it, it was different. That's a, that's a I've never topic. done anything yeah. like this before. 
But it, it was Her good. Sharing, um, yeah. Sure. That's a that's a difficult topic for you know a lot of people to talk about. So um, you know, only as little or as much as you want to share about that. That's that you know, as you're comfortable, and and you know, our listeners can go grab the book and and really sit down and and read, you know, on a deeper level your story and your experience. But um, were you nervous? Were you, did, were you, I mean, apprehensive about sharing? Um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard to share. It is hard to share our personal experiences, no matter what they are. Um, um, I guess maybe a little nervous. I mean, to actually, like, me, I guess to put it, out in words, it's not that it's not real because it is real, but it becomes more real once you have it all wrote down. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask, and, and please say no um, if, if you're not comfortable, and I'm perfectly okay with that. And can you share the particular just? one word, the particular topic that um, you had written about? Fertility. Yeah, fertility. That's, it's, it's, it's a hard topic. And, um, it's a really difficult topic. I couldn't imagine. Um, and I honestly don't know anybody, I mean, short of, you know, connecting with you and, um, working on this project with you and Donna, um, I've not really known anybody that has gone through that. So I've actually learned, you know, I've had an eye-opening reading experience and learned um, quite a bit from what you shared. Very, very powerful story, and I really do appreciate um, you being able to open up and share that, you know, share what you did with um, with the other ladies in the book, and your story will impact so many lives out there. And I just really, really want to thank you for that. Um, I'd like to ask you about the photos that Cynthia Harkinson of CJ Photography took. Um, some incredible photos, um, really incredible photos. The raw, unedited, and like I said, no filters, no filters, no photoshopping. Um, were you nervous about having your your photos taken? Um, what were you thinking? You know, what were you thinking about and feeling about it? Um, going through, going through, getting ready to, to have the photos taken, to choosing the locations, and um, and having them done. And then, how did you feel about that process afterwards? I wasn't nervous at all. I've had Cynthia do pictures for my husband and I before, and it it was always fun. And she's my little sister, so it I guess that, that was easier. It wasn't someone I didn't know. It was someone I knew. And um, well. I just hope that they that the pictures would turn out because I was I'm I'm one of those people that don't like my picture taken. Like I'm like you with the selfies, you know. You take like 15 of them and get like maybe <laughs> one that turns out good. So. Yeah. Um, 
And what about the locations? Um, do you, you're a nature person. You're more of an outdoors person in um, country setting as opposed to, you know, in the city. There's some really great yeah. pictures outside. I really love those. And country. only three were chosen for the book. You, you had to choose three for the book. And I'm seeing now from, you know, Cynthia and, and sharing other photos that were taken that didn't make the cut for the top three, which each of you ladies chose. Um, but, you know, these are really incredible photos, all of them. Absolutely all of them. I love them. Um, Thank you. And the, the, <laughs> the multiple selfies um, in order to get one good one. I'm, I have never personally liked my picture being taken. You know, if I don't know you're there, if I don't know you're taking pictures, I, I hate to pose. Absolutely hate to pose. So this has been a challenge for me doing this. Um, I think one of my favorite, which photo out of the three that you shared in the book is your favorite? I've, I've got one I'll let you know after. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I would say probably mine one the, the one with the flower. Yeah, I think mine would be I'm one of the ones with the flower as well. Yeah, I really love that one. It's just, I don't know. You know, it's just, they really, I don't know if I say it speaks to me, it touches my heart. They all do. They're all beautiful. But I just really love that one with the flower. It's like, we're forgetting. You know, what it reminds me of is that people forget to take the time to to notice the beauty around them, just to embrace life, to enjoy what's there in the moment and in you know cliche is take time to smell the flowers and um so that's what hit me when i looked at that and if if anybody um is listening <laughs> that is my chihuahua otis in the background and i do apologize but um so you might hear him having a comment or two um He's an elderly dude, so. Um, but yeah, that, that was one of, my, one of my favorite pictures of you, and, and and I think that's the reason people just stop and they're so busy in life. They're so busy, go 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 go, hurry hurry hurry, do this do that, go there, um, that they forget to take time to enjoy the moment, to smell the flowers, so to speak. So I think that was my favorite of you, out of those three. Um, what um how did being part of this book project this photo book project um affect the way that you now see yourself uh it'll be a two part question i'll I'll stop right there with that one as you don't have to but how, from maybe before the book project or you know even in the past. What's your perspective like on how you see yourself now that you've done the project? Do you feel any differently? Do you, is what you've been through and the experience has given – you know, this book is about confidence and, and becoming stronger, more confident women. And um, um, so I, I don't there. think being a yeah. part of the I don't think being a part of the book has changed the way I look at myself. Um, I think I still view myself as what I did before I did the book. I'm still that outgoing person that I was before. It's it's nice to try something new once in a while and 
That was oh, my absolutely. something new. <laughs> so that, this was your something new. Um, yep, uh, that was my something new. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, you know, so some for some that have gone through it, it's like they're really unsure and they've not done something on this kind of a scale. Um, and you know, sometimes the perspective change, and some doesn't. As as you know, you all are listening in, um, hearing Brittany share, and you, you, it's the experience that that you've gone through that has helped you to become more confident, and the experience that you shared in the book about fertility. And so, anybody out there listening, if you are going through this experience, you're, you're dealing with fertility issues and or you know someone who is going through fertility issues uh, get the book share the book read Brittany's story um, it's very very powerful and um, it's very powerful and I honestly I, I've learned you know I, I've learned more from your sharing Brittany and because I like I said I, we were talking pre-show that I, I don't know anybody that has gone through what you're going through. Um, so I thank you for sharing that part of yourself and your life, your experience, because it's not always it's not an easy topic for women. Um, I cannot imagine. Um, how do you feel that your story can help other women? You know, is there something specific, you know, that you can share regarding your story or your experience that, that um, how do you feel sharing your story in this proto project especially will help other women out there? Um, I think a lot of women feel as though they can't talk to anybody about what they're going through because others may not mm-hmm. understand. Knowing that there's somebody else out there like you, I think will help. And there's actually a girl, which I knew her when she was little. Um, I seen her the other night when I left work, and she was having issues as well, getting pregnant. And she she was going through the same process as what I was going through, and then she just quit trying, and She's seven months pregnant now, so. Wow. Wow. Um, A a lot of factors, you know, can, I'm sure a lot of varying factors depending on the woman and her own body, um, genetic makeup. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that can impact, you know, fertility and be part of, um, the difficulty. Um, like I said, I don't know anybody until, you know, connecting, net, networking with you and doing this story through with Donna. Um, I really don't know anybody that's had that experience. So this is a, this is an, a new thing for me. This is a new topic for me um, and definitely a learning experience on my part. But to be able to connect with somebody who is going through the same experience, who is dealing with the same um struggle knowing that you're not alone that is a huge thing because you're right there there isn't really a lot of people out there 
it's hard to talk to spouses, boyfriends, husbands, uh, partners about, you know, many different things, but fertility has got to be incredibly difficult. But having the support um, from another another woman who's dealing with the same difficulties, the same struggle, um, and there really isn't a lot of support that I'm aware of out there. You know, there are group supports. Um, are there do you find that there are, or do you know of any, like there are resources out there for women who are struggling with fertility? Are there specialized resources? Um, um, or are they more, are they more, there are some on a local scale, or are they more on, you know, county and statewide per se? That I'm not sure of, but I know uh, there is a Facebook page. Um, it's uh trying to conceive and a lot of those women on there and there's even some men on there as well um post you know their problems with you know trying to conceive and you know what they're going through and um sometimes it is the male and sometimes it's the female like in my case it's me um so it doesn't just only affect the women, it affects the men as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And what what breaks my heart is, is you know, things, just seeing, you know, little stories uh, out there about how, you know, it's like it's either party is blaming the other and it's not an either or issue. It's not something that you can control. It's not something that you're doing wrong, you know, whether it's whether it's the male or the female. It's not something that either one of you are doing wrong. It's just there's an, a struggle somewhere within the body, and it's like let's see what we can, you know, find out what the problem is and what what can be done about it. And it's, it's got to be hard because sometimes, you know, I, I know there are, from what I have seen and what I have researched, you know, all the, the IVF infertility issues. It's the, on the women's side. They're they're taking the hormone shots, and, and it's like I know that would drive me crazy. Um, that just really. I don't. I don't know if I could go through what some of um, some of the women go through, and you know, for going through, and for those who are taking. The hormone shots, it's just, I, I have a lot of um, respect. I think respect is, is the, the proper word that I'm striving for because I just it's just a feeling in my heart that it's like, yeah, I don't know I could do that. You're very strong and you're courageous. You're, um, and you've got to have the support to go through and do, you know, go through the process you've got to have some good support and when you mentioned the men in the group as well um, in that facebook group um that's really important because it's not just women and a lot of people think okay it's just you know one gender or the other and it's not um and everybody in the process everybody needs support and that's a huge thing having that support I've got a um, my next question for you, Brittany. Is 
if you could share it's kind of hard to share just one thing and one piece of advice, but is there something about your personal journey that um you could share with others you know if you could have one piece of advice or um pick something that you've gone through, is there something that you could share or would want to share with others who are going through the similar struggles with fertility um I I know it seems like it's a long and expensive process, which it very much so is. Um, just don't give up. It. I know I I keep being told this, and you know I've told you know few few people myself. You know, it'll it'll happen. You told me it'll happen. Um. I'm kind of a little speechless there. This is um, you're you're very powerful, very powerful what you you're, you're sharing, and uh, even though I didn't struggle with fertility, um, that was definitely not my family's problem. Um, but I only had one child. I wasn't able to um, I, I have the other kids. It's just. It's very powerful, very powerful, and it's impacting me on a very deep level right here. <laughs> I'm a bit emotional on this end, so um, if listeners can forgive me for a moment. Uh, catching my breath here. Um, I, I have a fun fact question that, that I'd, I'd like to ask you. You try to ask this in, in um, the interviews that that I do, and so what is do you have one thing that can always be found in your fridge, freezer or, you know, on your shelf? For me it's the dark chocolate and good Greek yogurt. <laughs> so, um but is there something that you really like that you've got to have that that you that's always on, on you know, in your in your fridge or your freezer? Um probably butter. I use butter a lot. Butter? Butter? Butter. Water. Oh, water. See, okay, now this, let me explain this for my, for our listeners. Okay, for a reminder, I'm deaf. Um, I was born hearing, but I'm I'm deaf now and I do speak. Um, So I'm using a special captioned phone and it does not always come up properly. Um, So, um, but... Water. Now, did you say water, or you said water? It, it changed to butter. See, this is the, the challenge of being, my being deaf. Um, but I love doing the radio shows. I love podcasting, and so. Um, but it is a challenge for me on the end. So I know you 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 cook a lot. You, you're cooking. Um, I I wish I the baking jeans sort of fell off, you know down my way, but yeah, they don't. I'm a slow cooker kind of person but you're baking the other you're going to be baking i think today some pumpkin rolls you mentioned and it was like i was that made me so hungry like because i can't bake <laughs> i can't bake to save my life but yeah so, i actually just baked my last batch for my orders today uh, and then i'm going to wow. do about another batch or two because i always uh so it wasn't because of my mom. I probably would not have started making the pumpkin roll. 
since my grandpa passed away, nobody's made pumpkin rolls. So a few years ago, my mom asked if I would. So I tried my hand at it. Now I'm the one that does all the pumpkin rolls. (laughs) That's good. That is neat. That is really neat. Um, I wish I could bake. I'm kind of... I'm kind of jealous. Um, so I want to thank you so much, Brittany, for being part of this show and for sharing um, some of your experience and your strength. And, you know, I'd just like to thank all of our listeners out there and to let you know that if you would like to buy this the, the book, You Are Enough, uh, you can go to the publisher's website at northernbooks.weebly.com. And the book is available on Amazon, and you know, there's some incredible, powerful stories in there, including Brittany's, who, who I've been speaking with today, and you know, just share the book. There, there are many different stories in there, and some incredible, incredibly beautiful, strong, confident women. And so I want to thank you so very much, everybody, for joining us. And thank you once again, Brittany. And you have a, a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>